0: Hey y'all, I want you to check out Brooklet Games. Go to patreon.com backslash brookletgames. It's like a monthly zine subscription. Each issue is chock full of imaginative useful information. You will use at your table. Go to patreon.com backslash brookletgames for a new issue in your mailbox or inbox every month. welcome to wobblies and wizards i am your host logar the barbarian and today we have returning guest eric Blow. welcome
1: thanks logar thanks for having me on again
0: no doubt no doubt i i, I you've got something that's on kickstarter right now that's crowdfunding that i wanted to talk to you about i'm at least hit on and, and cover here and that is There's a new edition of Dark Places and Demogorgons you're putting out, Mm -hmm. but it's for old school essentials.
1: That's right. Yeah, we are very, very excited about that one. Um, So it's currently on Kickstarter. We've uh, currently funded, we've, we've blown through like 11 of the stretch goals. And the stretch goals, really, they're kind of like the who's who in the OSR sphere. But, uh, yeah, we're very excited about this conversion to old school essentials from, uh, for our standard Dark places Demogorgons.
0: So I my big question here today, the big one I'm going to hit you with, how is this going to be different stat wise and everything else and class wise? How, what, do I, what can I expect to see? Because Dark Places and Demogorgons has a very old school D&D feel to the system, your system itself. So can hmm. you talk to some of the differences and some of the changes you're making there?
1: Sure, sure. All right. Well, uh, it's funny enough. Uh, Dark Place and David Gorgons was originally created for um, my home system, which is called Survive This, um, which is a BX inspired, BX D and D inspired system. It's it's like BX inspired, but it's heavily modified. So like, there's an additional stack called Survival, which allows you to reroll um, rolls if you failed. But and then we also pulled stuff from the like. Uh, fifth edition like advantage disadvantage things like that we got skills from like third edition DD in there we got like the usage die and out of action table from the black hack and so it was really just a way uh it was like a compilation of of what I've, how i ran my games and and exciting stuff that um i like to use what was funny is it's, it is most definitely an osr game um but we had so many people who wanted to play this game who said but i don't want to learn a new system i'm like let's just be xdd they're like yeah but it's got different rules (laughs) So, so uh naturally that led us you know we wanted to to expand and grow and i love what uh necrotic gnome gavin norman did with uh old school essentials with the 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 Relay, like the retelling of bx dd clarifying all the the wonky rules uh the his layout is amazing and so converting it dark place and demogorgons to old school essentials was really a no-brainer for us when it when it came time to make that conversion
0: my mind goes to the idea that once i get this i'm gonna want to have people roll up characters for dark places and demogorgons and, and run those kids from the future and take them back and do a D&D campaign with
1: them? <laughs> I find that um, just about every campaign that people tell us about, every long-term campaign, has that D&D cartoon episode where they go back. Uh, and yeah, and this is no different. This is going to be 100% compatible uh, with with old school essentials. So you can definitely take your, your metal head and your punk and your prep and your skateboarder and your brick and throw them in a fantasy setting and see what happens.
0: <laughs> it's a, it was Connecticut Was it a, 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 a what the, King Arthur's court, a, a Yankee, wasn't it Connecticut Yankee or something like that? Was that the old, was that Mark Twain or someone who wrote that? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> puts me right there. But that was kind of like the premise of the the uh, I've seen that premise quite a few times in, in different media, and I think that could be fun. Now, Dark Places and Demogorgons has its own setting.
1: Very mu- very much so, yeah, and that will be included in in um, the conversion. So it's Jeffersontown, Kentucky, or or J Town, uh, small town, Kentucky, nineteen eighties. You know, obviously, play as You play as uh, high school age teenagers weird things start happening. You got to figure out what's going on. And really the stuff that we're including, we're making um, two books. One of the books has two covers, but we're making uh, two complete books. So we're going to have a full conversion of our cryptid manual for Dark Place of Demogorgons. And then we're also going to have what we're calling like our core um, Dark Place of Demogorgons for old school essentials. And that's going to have just about everything you need to get going. Uh, It's going to have 20 plus new classes, 30 plus new um, spells, a psionics, uh, a full setting guide, monsters, uh, modern equipment, all kinds of stuff. Still requires old school essentials. Um, so, like, we don't give rules for, like, how to roll stats or how to row attributes, how to, you know, we, we don't uh, offer that. Uh, that's all stuff that you got to find in Gavin's books, um, which we are offering the fantasy tome for those people who don't have um, that on the Kickstarter but, yeah, we're, we're we're kind of doing, like, because, uh, you know, the Survive This, Dark Place and Demi-Gorgons, or the original Dark Place and Demi-Gorgons, we have 10-plus uh, um, source books now, and so it's really grown, and we're really doing, like, with this conversion, what we decided to do was just do a greatest hits of Dark Place and Demi-Gorgons. So all your favorite stuff will be in this conversion.
0: And I'd imagine if you wanted, like, uh, uh, like, so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask a question you're saying all of your favorite stuff but some of those material i'm assuming would still be in those other books is that that haven't that doesn't make it over there but it would probably be super easy to use because the stats aren't going to differ too much
1: not too much and in fact in in the back of the book we're gonna have multiple appendixes and um one of the you know for like optional rules and stuff like that, but one of them specifically is going to be for converting Survive This material to uh, your old school essentials. So if there's, like, if your favorite class doesn't come across, don't worry, we're going to tell you how to make that happen.
0: Uh, you have quite a few other Survive This games. I mean, would that be something you could do with the other games, like Vigilante City and what was the... I think the one is just called Survive This, the zombie one, right?
1: Survive the Zombies, yeah. yeah. Uh, it would be... It would be a little bit uh, more difficult just because Dark Place and Organs of all of our settings are, is the um, the most grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, you are playing just normal teenagers. Uh, there, there's a few optional classes that are like the Mystic or the Scion, things like that. Um, but for the most part, you're playing normal teenagers. So like if you pull something from Vigilante City and you're like a, a mutant or an anthropomorph, those classes are a little more in-depth and may not... We may not be able to cover all that in the actual um, conversion, but I will say anybody who's been playing BX D long enough, who is used to having to convert stuff, it's it's much easier than converting like fifth edition to BX or whatever. So it's 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 not very far off at all.
0: So I, I yeah, and so the, everything that's out there, if you got survived this uh dark places and Demogorgon's books already, you can probably you can still keep on using that. If you just want more stuff after you pick it up and you're like, hey, I want to keep on playing this and expand this campaign, you can pick that stuff up too to add to it, I'd imagine then, right? <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, that, that that was definitely one of the thought processes and the goals with this uh with this particular project.
0: And so I, I'm curious, I, and I'm, I'm going to derail just a little bit. Um, I picked up a book recently, The Blackest of Deaths that you put out. Could mm-hmm. you tell me a little bit about that game specifically what was the idea behind this one and 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 what inspired that and what can you expect from this one
1: all right so what inspired that was um (laughs) funny enough (laughs) i was having a i was running a game of survive this zombies at a convention and this guy was just making uh there was one player at the table who was making very terrible choices as far as like he was just running and he was basically just trying to run in and bulldoze as many zombies as he could. Um, Well, his character ended up dying (laughs) and he jumped up and began yelling at me in in the middle of the convention saying that I took away his player agency and I didn't ask his permission to kill his character. And it became like this whole thing. And so out of that spawned the Blackest of death and Blackest of death is really a game that is, it is is a meat grinder for characters. (laughs) The idea is it's not uh, about uh, like how, how far your character can progress in levels and and advance all that stuff. The idea is how many sessions can you last before your character dies? (laughs) So it is, it is, uh, the game is actively out to come for your characters because your characters are going into dungeons and places where they should not be. And, uh, and so, yeah, it is, it is very much a meat grinder for, uh, fantasy. Um, a lot of people love to use it. I, I hear a ton of people use it for their um, they like off session. So, if they have if they're running a campaign and their game, a player doesn't show up, they'll run a session of that, and it's just kind of a palate cleanser for you know, uh, what they got going on. So,
0: and it seems to be it's, it's pretty much a, a fantasy role playing game, it's it got is. some very uh, familiar. Well, classes and races and stuff like that, but some of them are perhaps some that you might not normally get a chance to play as well.
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. It was kind of just uh it was, it started off as basically a very um, generic fantasy game, but with a, a slant to it and then, you know, some, some more modern mechanics and stuff. And then we uh, then, you know, on Kickstarter, it kind of blew up and we had stretch goals and we really kind of let people vote on what they wanted. So a lot of stuff got added in there and, you know, there's some weird stuff the guy added in to play and stuff, options, but uh, it's a very fun game and plays very fast. I really, I really enjoy that game. There's also um, it spun off two sister games, which is um, the blackest space. um, And then, and then which is like a space version of that idea, you know, and then, also, a game called Scorched, which started as um, the thought process was, what if Luke Skywalker never left Tatooine and had the whole <laughs> Star Wars adventure on this Mad Max type world? And uh, and so that was kind of where uh, that came from. And so all three of those games mechanically are 100 percent compatible because those are those games are not like compatible with our survive this games.
0: I, mm-hmm. I want to point out that when we're choosing races here. This I, I'm I was I think we've talked about this before. I was a huge fan of the old of the palladium stuff, and the palladium fantasy role-playing game encourages you to play monstrous in different races. And I'm finding a, at least one race here I've never seen anywhere else. And you've got the half Medusa. Yes. <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> yes, very much so. And that was, that was definitely one that was voted on by the, the, the players. But, yeah, no, i I also a big fan of the Palladium Fantasy game. Well, big fa- big fan of Palladium in general. So
0: I've ran a lot of it over the years. And in the 90s, it was our, our main system. Most of what we ran was playing. But our biggest thing was Heroes Unlimited. I think we may have gone off at this at some point. In time, so I don't want to be too redundant. But I'm a fan of it. Now,
1: we, ran, we ran Rifts in the 90s. That was okay. our main game. But our Rifts game included everything from all palladium games yes so it wasn't just riffs it was you know was heroes unlimited beyond the supernatural whatever you wanted to throw in there uh if it wasn't a palladium book uh you could go for it and even if it wasn't a palladium book a lot of times we just make up our own stuff and and and
0: did that <laughs> away. we did plenty of that and in- you can come up with anything and everything through one of those books. Just about it's, it's easy to to any kind of character you want. There's a book out there from Palladium that you can roll it up with somewhere. <laughs> we would definitely cross pollinate the games and in our Heroes game, definitely made its way to the Rifts world and other places like that. And we definitely did a lot of that. So. I want to ask, I'm going to, I'm going to skip back. We're getting, I'm getting all over the place today, but back to the current Kickstarter, you said that there's quite a few folks and I had browsed over that quite a few different who's who of the OSR uh, involved in this. Could you talk to some of what we can expect for some of those, uh, what are they, uh,
1: stretch goals and everything else is going on there? Sure, sure. A majority of the stretch goals are going to be adventures. And those are going to be off- adventures by people um, like, well, myself, um, Alan Barr, Bridget Jeffries, James uh, M. Spawn, Pete Spawn, Diogo Noguera, Josh Palmer, Jody Brandt, Pun Isaac. So there's a, a ton of people who specifically have written and like own companies. Oh, Levi Combs from Planet X Games uh, that, you know, do that. And they're all writing um, adventures. So those are going to be like, uh, if you're familiar with like the adventures from Old School Essentials, that's kind of what we're emulating okay. uh, with this game. Um, so they're going to be, but they're going to be set obviously in the 1980s and, and you know, and stuff like that. And then we got a few other things like so like we got uh, Glenn Steele who just got unlocked this morning and uh, he's an any award winning uh, cartographer and he's going to be doing some maps of J-Town for us and things like that. So we we're, we're just kind of uh, this was my all in game. I wanted because Dark Place demi has been our most popular game. Um, it's been it's treated me well. And so I really wanted to to do it upright for this campaign and for everybody who's going to be back in this campaign now
0: this did get there was a stretch goal for the binding am i correct we get the is this correct, gonna have yeah. the smith zone can you talk about
1: yep this is gonna have the smith zone binding and for those people who aren't familiar with what that is that's where they actually stitch the binding it's a much more durable type binding it'll last a lot longer it also lays more flat um it's just a, it makes for a much better book uh there's also we upgraded the end papers for this game we upgraded uh the the paper weight for inside the book so the the actual paper will be thicker so you won't have all that bleed over and stuff and then we got a stretch go that has not been unlocked yet but it's for ribbon so you can get a ribbon oh. to mark your page i'm so, excited for that <laughs> yeah, So we're, we're really trying to you know if you've had the old school essentials games you know how in physical form yes you know the high quality and how well those are put together and these are going to be the same size, so we're using the A five, which is the European size, and they're going to, so and they're going to be black and stuff. They'll they'll look right at home, right next to your current old school essentials games. And we wanted the same kind of quality, so we wanted you to to you know to get something comparable to what they have um, on the market.
0: That's exciting. I like that. Uh, I'm not going to lie that that old school essentials books are really well done. They are gorgeous. I am, my thing is books. I love books. And and many years ago, (laughs) I started, I actually unloaded a lot of my old paperbacks and tried to focus on buying up books. Books that I felt were like, I really needed in my collection because there's a lot of them. And or books that are printed out really well and nice. And I am kind of into how, you know, the quality of a book and how it's printed. So when I get those old school essentials books, they're like, yes, yeah, the, that hits that hits it for me. <laughs> and so I'm excited to hear and see this uh, Dark Places and Demogorgons coming out like this. It's definitely going up there on the shelf. <laughs> I, I think with the OSE right there, but that shelf is so full, I actually... I actually pulled about half the shelf out in anticipation for the box sets from the last OSE Kickstarter. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm sitting here trying to reorganize shelves and find space. And now, when those come, when the dark places and demogorgons come in, I'm going to have to be doing some rearranging and puzzling to figure out where everything's going to go on the shelf now.
1: But <laughs> well, you got a little while before our books come. So, so uh, don't, don't have to worry about it right this second. But yeah, yeah, yeah I was very excited about that.
0: Yeah, I think I might have to do a complete reorganization and and just shift my frog god shelves up and then kind of move my OSEs to another and start giving them their own bookshelf to grow and proliferate on. (laughs) Might be the way I tag it, but I know everybody's wondering how I'm going to organize my bookshelves. (laughs) So the adventures you said You're kind of taking a page from the OSE I mean From the Old School Essentials Adventures as well I'd like to hear a bit more about that Because we're big fans and we talk a lot on the show About how they've I feel is kind of revolutionary The way they've presented adventures uh, Very They lean into things like bullet points And concise information As opposed to like the old modules That I would get for my AD&D stuff Which is like yeah. what they call wallet tech So could you talk a little bit about what you're planning and what your thoughts are and what you're, we're hope, we can hope to see with these adventures?
1: Right. Yeah. And exactly the same. What we're trying to do is uh, we're trying to emulate their uh, style and their, uh, I guess, compactness of information that they do. So, yeah. So and not just in the adventures, but in the core books as well. You're going to see the same the same. It's going to look different, but you're going to see the same formatting uh, principles applied, uh, bullet points and stuff, breakdown stuff. Not big long walls of text. We're we're, we're staying away from that, and so uh, you know we're trying to keep everything to what they call two page spreads. So you open it up, and you got one page, one page two, and it gives you all the information, of everything you need just right there, and things like that. So we're we're definitely trying to emulate uh, because I love when when I saw what Gavin had done. I love <laughs> that, and so that that's that's the design intent of what we're do what we're shooting for. So.
0: within certain I guess guess certain milieu of role-playing that seems to be the gold standard now that everyone's going to be trying to shoot for and achieve because it 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 does it it's it works well I like to say that when I when I write adventures when I'm writing and plotting for my game for the evening what I do is more akin to what they've presented their little bullet points and lists that aren't you know, mm-hmm. I'm not writing everything out. I got the details in my head of what I want to yeah. do. So I'm just making a little bullet point that I can run the game off of. Right. And that's the stuff that I create for me to run. It, but when I put the, on, on on a sheet of notebook paper, if I hand it to somebody, and told them to run it. They probably have no idea what to do with that sheet of notebook paper. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'd like, it's just it's just says says goblin bomb on here or something like that. what's does <laughs> that you know? It's like, oh, okay, well, so I have might have to flesh those out. But uh, now with this going on, I'm you recently had another another game that led, that you had kickstarted, the uh the Zine Quest. I I'm curious to know how that's been going if what what if you could tell us? kind of an after report. Oh, on um,
1: are you referring to war of the wasteland? Yes.
0: War of the way. And my brain was farting here From I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say the name of another intellectual property. that, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it Kind of emulates. And I- <laughs> so that, 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 was-
1: game, that game's great. In fact, we got the finished, um, game has been sent to the backers as far as PDFs go. Literally just yesterday, I ordered the print, um, copies of it. So uh, they'll be in about two to three weeks. I'm finishing up. There was a stretch, not stretch, goal, but an add on rather called for a game called um, vengeance, the RPG. Mm-hmm. I'm finishing that up this week. That is uh, on my list of stuff to do. And then we'll get that turned around and, and get that out to those backers um, early next month. So, so we're, it, it's the, the actual game itself is done. I got a few stretch goals to, to wrap up for it. Uh, but those aren't anything that's going to take a huge amount of time.
0: Now, Vengeance, the RPG. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Because I'm not familiar with that. I'm totally ignorant here. <laughs> what would you do there?
1: <laughs> Vengeance, the RPG, is. it was an add-on. It um, was the only place that we we we've offered it so far. was an add-on for um, War for the Wasteland. And it is very much, um, uh, if you're familiar with War for the Wasteland, it's a rules minimum game. So, uh, you know, a very... Short game, it's like 16 pages total. Um, and then Warf- uh, Vengeance RPG is going to be the same thing. But instead of being like set in a post-apocalyptic sci-fi, uh, power armor, uh, mutant type thing, you're, you're set in, you play as a, vigil- a street-level vigilante in a noir setting. It's very much inspired by the Batman the movie that just came out with uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes. and it, You play those type of adventures in that type of city. And setting, and uh, and you know, it's but it uses the same system as for War for the Wasteland.
0: And the system that that uses is that that was am I wrong? Is that the was it 2400 or something? 2400, like yeah, Jason, by James Jason,
1: Toshi. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes.
0: So yeah. it, it, uh, that's uh, w- the idea behind what he's doing is he tried to create essentially, am I wrong in saying one or two page RPGs? Originally, is what he was kind of cranking yep. out.
1: Yeah, what he does is he does. Um, they're they're technically four page RPGs, but mm-hmm. when you print them out on a on an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, it's literally one piece of paper folded in half. So you got a cover, then page one, page two, and then the last page is, is that. Is he- and he's just he's made a ton of those, and I when, I when I found him, I fell in love with with what he had done. I was like, oh my god, this is this is brilliant, and um and so then I I said about taking a ginormous intellectual property and uh, trying to make it only 16 pages and I was able to, to do that so
0: <laughs> excellent.
1: Excellent.
0: And where will we be able to get caught? Co- like will there be physical copies available after it delivers to the backers and
1: there, w- there will be there'll be physical copies through our website and um, hopefully uh, through a third-party vendor. I got a particular vendor in mind that I, I'm in love with. Uh, nothing's been finalized yet, so I can't, like, announce that, but um, hopefully it'll be available through a third-party vendor.
0: Bloke Games has put a lot out so far. What we've got, we know that we can look forward to Dark Places and Demogorgons for OSE. I'm curious to know if there's anything else on the horizons for, from Bloke Games coming up.
1: Uh, there is. Uh, next, we're going to be launching into kind of a um, tabletop card game for oh. phase. So we got, like, a game coming out called Play Rewind Eject um it's a very fun party game it's based off the rules of it's kind of like apples to apples meets um uh kiss mary kill if you're familiar with that oh yeah that, <laughs> yeah so it's, it's kind of along that but it's, but it's movie movie based uh, it, that game's been getting a ton of reviews in fact i just got the notification that the um 2000 boxes have shipped so oh, so right. those will be those will be taking up my uh my office here very soon <laughs> And uh, you know, we're going to be doing that, and then we got a few games coming uh, later this year. We're doing a conversion of Scorched to Survive This, so a lot of people asked for that. Scorched is the, the the third part of the um, the Blackest of Deaths, the Blackest Space, and Scorched. Yeah, the Blackest Space got converted um, to Survive This uh, last year, um, really took off, and since then, uh, I've been getting. Um, weekly uh, requests in my inbox asking me, when are you going to do Scorched? <laughs> so uh, that's coming. Guy, a couple things that haven't been announced, but there's, we literally have, you know, a lot of people were worried that when we did, uh, when I first announced that we were doing Dark Place Gordons for Old School Essentials, they said, oh, Survive This Is Done. We actually have like six survive this projects in the pipelines right now. Oh my so God. it's, 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 Survive this isn't going anywhere.
0: <laughs> There's quite a few more survive this games coming out. Is there also any plans to continue on doing OSE stuff as well?
1: Well, initially it was just going to be dark places and demigorgons. um, now uh with the response that we're getting to it, um, it would have to be something that I'm reach out to the the OSC community and see. Personally, I think that um Vigilante City would be a great uh a great conversion. And then also uh We Die Young is is two of the ones that I would be interested in in converting to that system for them if 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 the, if it if it's wanted. So
0: that yeah, those would be those would be cool. I, I will say that if if you did happen to get into the post-apocalyptic side of 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 OSE and, and converting some recent things, I, I, I hint hint, I wouldn't complain too much.
1: <laughs> right, right. If you catch my drift, yeah. But uh, I will say, I don't. I'm not sure if you're aware <laughs> or not, but, but Gavin Norman of Necrotic Gnome, they are working on um, an apocalyptic. Um, they are. Version. Yeah, and
0: I think it's kind of from what I understand. It's a little. Um, uh, what's the word? What, what, Gamma world? Gamma world ish? Am, am I incorrect?
1: I don't know. I, um, I've heard people say that, but as far as from Gavin, he's never released anything official that mm-hmm. I've seen, anyways. That that leads I I, I, I I wonder if that's a case of people wanting it to be Gamma World, uh, but <laughs> although that would make sense if that's what he's working on, but I don't know for sure.
0: Okay, and, and now I. I power armor for OSE is a thing. I'm not really seeing a whole heck of a lot of options out there for it. I've looked around a few times. There's some adjacent places, mm-hmm. but inserting. I think there was a. Pro- I think there was a problem. I think people have a problem with bringing power armor into things at times. Uh, mm. I've played. What is it the Not Robotech, I've played Robotech, yeah, but the uh, the Battle Tech, where it's just kind of more strategic gaming and and power armor can be another beast all around, but I think there's ways to pull it off. So, power armor for OSE would be cool to see. I mean, (laughs) 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 so anyhow, we're going to be coming close to time. Could you tell listeners where they can pick up your books, uh, what they should check out, where at, and where they can find you all online?
1: Sure, definitely. Yeah, uh, you can find us at www.bloatgames.com. That's our web. That's our website web store. Um, also, we're on just about every social media. So you find us on Facebook. We got uh, not just official Bloat Games page, but we got three or four um, community pages up there for our different stuff. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Um, re- really, any of the social medias. Um, if you're looking for like just PDFs and stuff, we're on drive com. Find our books on Lulu for international shipping. Um, so we're kind of, we're any place that you would expect to find us, Amazon, we're kind of there. So you just, check, just search for Bloat Games. Uh, not not too many people were cursed with the last name Bloat. And uh, they <laughs> coming after it, so it's pretty easy to find.
0: Well, I want to thank you for coming back on. It's been great getting a chance to talk to you again.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, no doubt. no doubt. If you have future projects coming up, please reach out. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to tell folks about them. Bloke Games is doing some cool stuff out there. Y'all are putting... uh, And this is one thing maybe I want to ask you to talk about. You you have quite a few games out at this point. You guys are... You're pretty prolific. How many games have you put out? You've only been up to this for how many years now?
1: Uh, We started releasing games in 2016. So six years yeah we're we got um i think over 40 uh yeah. books out there so it, we 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 love this and uh and and we're blessed enough to have people who like to play our games so we uh we'll, we'll keep doing it as long as as long as people are interested for excellent. sure excellent
0: well thank you it's been great getting a chance to talk to you thank you so much if you have enjoyed what you've heard here today give us a positive review wherever you're listening you can find us on Facebook, just search Wildlies and Wizards. WobbleysandWizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hailcrom. We're on Patreon. We could really use the support. Patreon.com backslash wildlies and wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.